Thanks for listening to this podcast of Trending with Timory from the Relevant Radio app. Anything you share in terms of episodes, whether it's texting it to a friend, posting on social media, helps to build up the kingdom for God to help confront the challenging issues we face as a culture, but with joy, with hope, and with an eternal perspective where our faith collides with everyday life, bringing eternal principles to help us live our life joyfully. So, what's trending? Bridging your Catholic faith with your everyday life. You're listening to Trending with Timory on Relevant Radio. There's a lot going on in the pop world this week. Well, over the last couple weeks, everything from soccer player Lionel Messi, who you may know from being one of the most famous soccer players from Argentina, and his wife, who's a supermodel, Antonella, she and he have beautiful, three beautiful children. And there's much to be said about their story. But news came out over the last few weeks that he, there's a reason why he's so awkward in photos. Now, he has ad deals with everyone from Adidas to Pepsi and others, yet he's never pictured hugging or touching women. He actually looks really awkward in a lot of photos with women. Apparently, there's a reason why. So reported that he never touches other women besides his wife. And it's actually really sweet. He and his wife have known each other since he was seven. I'll talk a little bit about that. I am curious your thoughts. It, I think that there's much to be said, this beautiful side of honoring your wife and your family, especially when you're in the public arena. But also, men face a lot of scrutiny today. Ever since the Me Too movement, there's an elephant in the room for men in this era of sexual harassment. Do you think that this whole situation is just full of integrity or is it part of men walking on eggshells today when it comes to interacting with women and being afraid that any little thing could be accused as sexual assault? So we'll talk about that today on Trending and just this neat element of honoring your spouse. What do you think about it? Let me know. The number is 888-914-9149. And other celebrity news, Trace Cyrus, that's Miley Cyrus' brother, Billy Ray Cyrus adopted him. Uh, They're facing, that is, Trace Cyrus is facing significant criticism over last week for his comments about OnlyFans stars. If you're not aware of the risque OnlyFans, not for... Uh, public entertainment. I'll talk about it a little later, but he's being referred to as sexist for his rant, commenting that when you sell your body, men reduce you to your body and they don't want to wife you or have you be the mother of their children or even look at you as someone who will be a loyal partner. Really, calling out pornography is lame at the end of the day. It's an interesting story. He even released an apology, not apology, doubling down on what he said about how If you're a woman on OnlyFans, you may get all the attention, but it's really just objectification. So stay with me. We're going to talk about this. If you have a thought or comment, question, number is 888-914-9149. I hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. I went camping with my family. We had all kinds of fun outdoor activities as we're winding down the summer weather here. Maybe a little longer if you're in Southern California. It's great to be with you. Let's talk about soccer player Lionel Messi. He is hands down one of the most popular and might I say highest earning athletes in the world. Whether you call it soccer or you call it football, this Argentinian 
soccer player, is incredibly talented. He is known for being Catholic. I'll throw that caveat in there, although there is quite a bit of controversy if you dive into the fact that he didn't get married in the Catholic Church. Apparently, he wanted to get married in a casino but have a Catholic wedding ceremony, and the bishop of the local area said, no, you can't get married in a casino, which, by the way, fun fact... If you want to get married and you're Catholic, you have to get married on consecrated ground. You can't just get married as a Catholic on the beach or wherever you want. You're supposed to get married in a Catholic church on consecrated ground because we honor the dwelling place of God and the grace of Jesus Christ in the sacrament of matrimony. So we'll talk a little bit about that later on. But this is an interesting story to me. So Lionel Messi's wife is his childhood friend. They met when he was seven. You may know her as model Antonella Recuso. And really neat story. I hope that they will have their marriage blessed and they come into the church. If you know Lionel Messi, he is very well known for praising God whenever he scores and succeeds as a soccer player, even everything from the World Cup to other championships, he always gives credit to God. Beautiful. This is why we need to pray for them to have their marriage blessed and to enter into the sacramental graces. If you haven't had your marriage blessed, maybe you were married in a civil union. Maybe you weren't Catholic yet. Have your marriage blessed. Bring that marriage into light of God, into the grace, because marriage is challenging enough. We need the grace of the sacrament. But let's talk about this story. So reportedly, soccer star Lionel Messi has a reason for all of his awkward photos with women. Everyone from Shakira to others. It's actually really neat. So soccer star Lionel Messi has reportedly a no-touching policy with other women. Now, this piqued my interest. It's been making rounds on the internet for the last week or so. If you see him in photos, he has his hands in his foot pockets, sometimes awkwardly by his side. There's much to be said about body language, but it's clear. He's trying to make it very clear that there's a no-touching policy with other women. And part of this, reportedly, is because he doesn't even want media to make it into something it isn't, leading to rumors online. I was fascinated by some of the response online. I was walking, watching videos and seeing a lot of men's commentary because here's this famous soccer player, international soccer player, and he's leading to a lot of draws being, draws being dropped, specifically by men who are amazed by the fact that he just completely avoids contact with women. And it's interesting because and here he is in the spotlight internationally. He has many opportunities from the party culture that sports and fame bring to even just being a soccer player, being there, fangirls, everything. A great example, actually, of his behavior is with Miss Bum Bum Brazil. She's an influencer known by the name of Susie Cortez. She actually had a tattoo of him plastered on her body and she took a photo of herself in his jersey and sent it to him and he blocked her he blocked her isn't that great clearly crossing the lines and boundaries of the fact that this man is married and when other people couldn't honor that boundary he did and he does hence this protocol he has of not touching other women and you see it as evident in photos again the guy is taking on advertisement deals with adidas and pepsi and other companies you look at photographs he is not making contact with women it may look and feel awkward 
if you look at a photo or maybe in his instance, but is he honoring his wife? Yes. And I think that's really neat to see. Now, some people might say this is a little extreme. You talk about different cultures. We were actually talking about this last week as we were discussing the scandal of the World Cup kiss. And it's interesting because a lot of cultures have a very hands-on approach to greeting and saying goodbye. I get it. I'm a hugger. I shared this last week. There are plenty of moments where I go in for a hug and it's really awkward. Someone's maybe not so much of a hugger or or maybe, you know, again, just think after the fact, I shouldn't have hugged that person. I, I hate sometimes having to overthink those things, but I also understand the honor that you can bring, especially to your spouse, in situations like that. I mean, there's a type of hug you shouldn't shouldn't give to certain people. That's why we talked about the A-frame hug, where you kind of lean sideways hug, or if you're going in to the front, you put one hand on the person's chest, just giving that level of respect and boundary uh, when you hug someone. And so to see this Lionel Messi story, it's refreshing. And I get that it's two sides. Some men are calling this out for addressing the elephant in the room by not addressing it. And that is, yes, he may be giving honor to his wife and family. And this is chivalrous. But on the other side, especially in the Me Too era, we live in a awkward culture with regard to sexual assault, sexual harassment. I actually, so my background has also always been in the dance and fitness world. And I remember when I was teaching Pilates and I worked with a lot of people one-on-one, in particular men, professional athletes, to people who had gone through hip, back, all kinds of different surgeries, working on rehabilitating them. And I remember one of the instances I was alone with a client who had a great working relationship with and he was much older and he thought it was okay to just repeatedly throw something at my derriere at my behind over and over again and the first time like okay don't react ignore it like hey that's not appropriate move on don't make a big deal and when it was repeatedly done i had to very bluntly say that's harassment that's actually sexual harassment and that's enough it's inappropriate And I drew a very firm line because although someone could reduce a situation like that to something playful, it wasn't. I was alone with a much older man. I think I was, I think I might have been unmarried at the time, or at least I was dating or maybe engaged to my now husband then. But it doesn't matter whether I was in a relationship or not. It's just harassment. It's objectifying. If you want to throw a ball at my shoulder, that's one thing. If you want to throw a ball at a place clearly that's objectifying, that's another. And I'll never forget the response of this man. It was someone I had really respected up until that point. And I did after, and he said, geez, he said, the idea of sexual harassment is ridiculous. You can't just do something playful now. And I said, well, I said, maybe there's a good reason for being more cautious. And I said, that is harassment, though. You could throw the ball anywhere else. And he goes, you young people today and sexual harassment, good grief. And he sits there muttering and complaining. But at the end of the day, I get what he's saying. I think there's this awkward culture for men with regard to being very cautious because I've heard it. I've seen it firsthand from women who are referring to things as sexual harassment that aren't. But at the same time, at the same time, clearly lines have been crossed on this issue. So 
I do think that this presents one side of the lens. And if you have thoughts on this, I would love to hear from you. 888-914-9149. You can always send me an email at relevantradio.com forward slash trending. Catch my email there. Should there be this high level of honor toward your spouse? Especially, I think that it's a huge yes for someone like Lionel Messi, who's in the public's eye. Here he is, married to basically a childhood sweetheart. He met her when he was seven. I don't think he's even really officially publicly dated other people. They have three sons together, and he has a no-touching policy with other women that's very evident in photos. And it's just been uncovered recently that this is the reason why he looks awkward in a lot of photos with women because he doesn't make physical contact. And I was thinking about this in terms of what St. Paul says in Ephesians chapter 1. Because when we talk about giving honor, paying honor to a spouse, this is biblical. This is a perspective that we could understand from a distinctly Catholic worldview. Because I do think there are some people who say, that's too far, you don't need to be awkward around people of the opposite sex. I think there's a fine line, a very fine line between being awkward around someone of the opposite sex and showing your spouse honor. That's a very fine line. And if we don't know where that line is, something's wrong. And as a culture, I do think we have a hard time understanding where the line of respect is with regard to how we conduct ourselves with someone who is in our spouse. Whether or not you're dating, married, single, how we comport ourselves matters. And this falls under the virtue of modesty, showing honor and respect both to ourselves and others. So that as reportedly soccer player Lionel Messi wants, he doesn't want the media to make something it isn't. We don't need to make something it isn't ourselves. We don't need to give the wrong impression to someone today. So I think of this in terms of Ephesians chapter 5, where St. Paul gives that beautiful line of, to husbands, this charge to husbands. Love your wives as Christ loved the church. He laid down his life for the church. He died for the church. And so men are called to live sacrificially for their wives with sacrificial fidelity and honor. But also Ephesians 5 goes on to talk about how Jesus Christ, men are meant to imitate Jesus in presenting their brides as holy, sinless, spotless, and without blemish. This is one way to do that. That you're allowing your spouse the virtue to grow without having to call into, call into question your fidelity. And sure, some people may think you're awkward. Ironically, this story comes up and I'm talking about it today. And just a few days ago, I was driving the car with my husband. We were talking about just the old college days. And I was talking about different projects I'd worked on with various people. And I mentioned, yeah, there was this one person who... Every time I was around him, it was so awkward. And we had a couple of school class projects that we were partnered up on. I don't remember if I was dating or single at the time, but he was dating someone. And I was commenting that he was always so awkward every time we had to work on a project together. Yet now it's kind of funny because we're friends with him. You know, we've known each other years after college and that awkwardness isn't there. And I've always commented that I thought that he was trying to be very careful around someone who wasn't the woman he was dating. 
And so perhaps he didn't know how to go about doing that yet, so it just came off as really awkward, or maybe he's just grown up and knows how to, how to interact in a less awkward way. All of us have those moments where we uh, get over our own awkwardness and insecurities. But there's much to be said, even if you come off as awkward, as people are clearly mocking at times Lionel Messi's photos when he's with women, since he has a no-touching policy, if it comes off as awkward, that's okay. If you don't quite know how to comport yourself, that's okay. The good and beautiful thing is to honor your spouse, to honor your family, to never lead your children or your wife to call into question your behavior. And this is what Lionel Messi's doing in this honor being shown to his spouse. And I don't buy it when men say, well, this is really just confronting the elephant in the room. He's only doing that in a Me Too era because he's trying to avoid sexual assault. That could be part of it. But I think that there's a much bigger picture in the story of fidelity, and even if there wasn't, that should be the perspective that we learn from. That how we comport ourselves, both when a camera is out and when a camera isn't out, matters. Whether you're married or not, being cautious not to lead someone on, and being cautious to show honor if you're dating or married to the person who you are dating or married to. So, really neat story, I think, in the public light right now that I wanted to give a couple thoughts on. You're listening to Trending with Tim Ray here on Relevant Radio. I would love to hear from men who maybe have navigated situations like this. I think of, for example, former Vice President Mike Pence and the stories that hit the headlines about how he doesn't go out to eat with people of the opposite sex. He's very cautious with that. If That is, he doesn't go out alone. Again, I thought this was a great standard. And I think in the 21st century, we struggle to have standards because here's the problem. We don't have standards for ourselves. I'm not talking about for other people. We fail to have standards for ourselves and we don't have standards for ourselves. We don't have ways in which we are going to honor our marriage, honor our relationships, honor the people we're around. We flounder. We leave ourselves in a position to be accused, whether falsely or just in true accusations, of things that don't just solely our own reputations, but actually hurt other people. And that's what I thought when I saw that story of Mike Pence. I covered it years ago when Vice President Mike Pence's story broke about him not engaging in meals with others. But I also would like to hear from men. Are you uncomfortable being in the presence of women? Are you afraid of sexual assault or sexual harassment claims? Or is this something that's not a big deal to you? Because I talk to a lot of men, especially millennial men, who feel uneasy, even of situations such as offering to carry a box for a woman or opening a door for a woman, that a woman might take this as some form of assault or harassment because not because they did something to assault or harass women, but because some women look at any offer of chivalry as sexist or if it's unwanted. That's what's crazy. Unwanted chivalry t today somehow has been misinterpreted to be in some way a version of assault, which I think is kind of odd. And gentlemen, if you feel in any respect cautious about showing or chivalrous behavior, ignore it. I really do think that. Ignore it. And I know people disagree with me. 
But I really do think that as people of faith, we have to continue to build up a culture of honor and respect. And that is something that is attractive, especially if you're not married, for women to see. And if it's not attractive to some women, I'm going to guess it's probably not the woman you want to marry. Speaking of women to marry, we're going to come back in just a moment talking about comments that were made about OnlyFans. The very inappropriate, risque content on a website you should never, ever visit. We'll talk about it. It's basically self-made porn stars. Trey Cyrus, that's the brother of Miley Cyrus and adopted son of Billy Ray Cyrus, he's facing severe public criticism and was even pressured into apologizing for comments he made that were supposedly sexist about OnlyFans. We'll be right back. You're on Trending. So, what's trending? Bridging your Catholic faith with your everyday life. You're listening to Trending with Timory on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Have you heard of the band Metro Station? Well, that's Trey Cyrus. He is the brother of Miley Cyrus and adoptive son of Billy Ray Cyrus. And he's facing significant criticism right now. Good on him. I think this is really fascinating. I don't know much about this guy, and it's one of those moments where you're reminded to not judge a book by its cover. The guy's completely covered in tats and has a mullet and some, but I mean, who blames him? He follows in the shoes of his father, Billy Ray Cyrus. But here's the deal. He went on a rant on social media, and he is getting significant criticism for this. I think it's hilarious. If you look at headlines, if you just type in his name, people are calling him sexist and they're mocking the quote emo musician who hates OnlyFans. What did he do? He basically called porn lame. That's what he did. Do not go there. Do not visit this website. But a lot of people today do something called OnlyFans. And it's basically where you can get started as your own adult entertainer as a porn star and people are making a lot of money now this is a big problem big picture because it is normalized unfortunately especially among gen z for people to go ahead and for people to go ahead and post a picture online it's okay for people to sex it's okay for people to send photos of themselves to others that's highly inappropriate but it's also okay for many people in the modern moral culture of gen z and you could also say some millennials to become a adult entertainer online and trey cyrus called it out he posted an instagram story and i want to share what he said and i'll break it down a little bit but i want to hear your thoughts on this because do you know someone who or maybe you yourself have used OnlyFans and you're losing your ability to enter into dating relationships. Have you seen this firsthand? I actually have a local a story of something that happened in my local community before OnlyFans was a norm. And I'll share it with you in a minute, but let's talk about what Trace Cyrus said. There are so many girls that do OnlyFans that have lost their chance of ever settling down with a good guy with morals. He goes on to say, they will try and call those men insecure for having standards. 
They get a lot of attention from guys on OnlyFans, so they think they have options. But any guy who is so desperate to see sexual content they are willing to pay for, it is a is a desperate loser. A lot of successful guys still sleep with those girls, but they don't want to wife them. Get this. This is what Trey Cyrus goes on to say. I see a lot of these girls speaking out on this now, saying they can't get a serious relationship. That is for using OnlyFans. He goes on and says, it's because men see the value of those girls strictly for sex. They don't look at those women and equate their value as a future wife, mother, or loyal partner. I know some amazing girls that are genuinely good people that do OnlyFans. I just think independent this independent mindset of not needing a man is extremely toxic and leads to a very lonely future then trey cyrus and we're talking about this instagram post from trey cyrus who is a brother of miley cyrus and adoptive son of billy ray cyrus he goes on to say i hope more girls continue to speak up about this so other girls know the risk of getting into it having a good man and a family will bring you more happiness in old age than OnlyFans ever could. Okay, this statement is scathing in many respects. This statement, if you really break it down, we'll break it down, from Trey Cyrus, hammers a strong argument out there on social media as to why you should not do OnlyFans. Even if you are successful, even if you're, quote, a good person doing OnlyFans. It sullies your reputation. He says it. It ruins your reputation. You can't get a relationship later on. And a lot of women, not famous people, but just regular people are complaining about this. And I know some people say, well, I use an alias. You don't know who I am. Work gets around. The quantity of people who look at pornography now and suddenly say, oh, whoa, I saw so-and-so on OnlyFans. That news gets around. And Trey Cyrus specifically addresses that there's a lie out there and the lie is a lot of people will say okay well you're insecure if you don't want to date someone who has had an OnlyFans account that people have seen a nude that's not insecurity that's called you want to have an exclusive relationship hopefully one day with the person you marry OnlyFans isn't real life but it does hurt your real life OnlyFans leads people to living in a virtual reality salivating and dehumanizing and objectifying other people and a lot of girls will say okay well i'm getting a lot of attention on OnlyFans. it's leaving my options open but at the end of the day you're just being objectified and that so-called attention is just a reduction of you to never having a real relationship and can people who've done OnlyFans and made mistakes sent nude photos things have a future? Absolutely. But the truth of the matter is, is that people who want to get married, settle down, have a family, or men who, I'm not saying you should, have sowed their oats and later on want to do this, aren't looking to the women who are posting on OnlyFans. There's a difference between a, who a man will sleep with and who a man will wife, as Trace Cyrus said. And I think that's a significant statement in the 21st century because this is true the person that a man marries is not the man he's going to sleep around with and when women have standards it raises the expectation of men i love this statement that 
where he goes on to say, this is just a fantastic line, that men aren't looking for women who are on OnlyFans, but they're looking for women who equate their values as a future mother, wife, or loyal partner. Loyal partner. If you are on OnlyFans, if you are sexting, that is sending the message that you're okay with sleeping with a person who you're not married. You're okay with sleeping with someone who's not your spouse. But some will say, well, they're not married. No. But what you're saying is that you're okay sleeping with someone who isn't your spouse. That's why chastity is so important. If you can't be chased before you get married, you will not be chased in marriage. This is why if you look at pornography before you get married, what makes you think that you're going to suddenly stop looking at pornography when you get married? You need to get help. That's why I love talking to Jim O'Day from Integrity Restored. IntegrityRestored.com. If you are looking at pornography, you need to stop. They have a very scientific approach to getting over pornography, and it incorporates your faith because our faith is scientific. It gives sound counseling, accountability, friendship, filter so- filtering out websites that provide that content, and also sound religious support a spiritual director prayer it is the sacraments it's so important another thing that trey cyrus comments on as he's wrapping up this rant that some people are calling sexist that i think is brilliant and if to say their differences between men and women is sexist again i say i'm sexist all the time to say that you shouldn't do OnlyFans if that's sexist well then so am i that's fine you shouldn't care if people get mad at you for objecting to OnlyFans inappropriate adult content where people are self-made trey cyrus says this the mindset of not needing a man is extremely toxic and leads to a very lonely future he says having a good man and family will bring you more happiness in old age than only fans ever could this guy knows what's up we need to pray for him to find someone to marry I actually was looking at his story because i really knew nothing about him he's been engaged multiple times Clearly, the guy wants to get married. They've broken it off. Very public engagements. And I also was looking at this from the perspective of the fact that his mom, Trish Cyrus, and adoptive father, Billy Ray Cyrus, who, by the way, Billy Ray Cyrus adopted two of Trish, now Trish Cyrus's children early on before they got married and had Miley and two more children. I think it was two more boys. It's really sad because Billy Ray Cyrus and his wife, Trish, who are now divorced as of 2022, who had a rather public, rocky last decade or so. I look at this and I see this young man, Trey Cyrus, who saw a man who adopted him, who saw a marriage that in the public's eyes for a long time seemed to be a marriage that had it together, where there was accountability for Miley and those kids. And... Some people might say, well, he's idealizing the broken marriage that his parents had falling apart. No, I think he knows what fidelity and commitment are. And I think he knows what infidelity, that is, I'm not accusing anyone of cheating. I actually don't think there was or know if there was any cheating. But the infidelity of ending a relationship. When you sever that commitment to marriage, that is infidelity. He knows what he wants. He wants to marry someone who will be a good wife, mother, and a loyal partner. And it's not just people who are using OnlyFans who are failing to show their potential to be a good wife, mother, and loyal partner. It's a lot of women today. It's anyone who's saying, I'm okay with sleeping with you when you're not my spouse. 
I think there's a lot to be said for the testimony and perspective of Trey Cyrus on this. But here's where it gets interesting. So he posts this Instagram story about how you shouldn't do OnlyFans. It's damaging women's reputations. They can't find guys. Men want to be with women who will be faithful, essentially, who will be a good mother. And it's toxic for you to act as if you don't need a spouse. Then he gets attacked all over online. And this guy's getting attacked. You would be surprised by some of the headlines. They're even making fun of him, mocking him, calling him the emo mu musician who hates OnlyFans. In other words, the emo musician who's saying no pornography, good for him. But then he, I saw something online that says, well, oh, it's okay though. Trey Cyrus apologized. The mob pushed him hard enough to the point where he apologizes for opposing OnlyFans, calling him out. He did not apologize. He doubles down. Listen to what he then posts on Twitter, now known as X. I didn't post this to cause people to freak out or anything. I thought what I said was pretty much common sense and everyone knew this. I said, no good-hearted man with morals wants to wife a girl who's posting her naked body online for the entire world to see. Like, how is this controversial in any way? I stand by everything I said. I don't care what anybody thinks. Good for him. This is so refreshing. Can I say that for one moment? I am sick and tired of hearing someone say, say something, come out. It's true. It's honest, even if brutal. And the next thing you know, their PR manager gets them and says, you need to apologize. And then the person reads practically from a stick script saying, I need to educate myself. I need to learn. I was wrong. And what I said was ignorant. No, this isn't what Trace Cyrus says. He says, no, this is common sense. I stick by everything I said. Every man knows this. Every moral person does not want to marry someone who's posting nude images of themselves online. That's the bottom line. When you look at what the Catholic Church teaches in the fact that marriage is made for having children, that is what people want. When people visualize and think about marriage, people get married to have children. That's what the church says at the end of marriage is. But when you enter into the sacrament of matrimony, you enter into that sacrament freely, giving yourself self totally faithfully and being open to new human life that you will do nothing to prevent new human life from coming and with that is permanence men want fidelity and permanence they want women who are free from this attachment to being seen by every other man in the world as attractive that's a real challenge today you can't tell me that you can go from social media or OnlyFans fame or serial dating relationships to then being content. I shouldn't say just content, but being totally okay, suddenly everything's fine out of nowhere. And you expect to get married, start a family and be faithful. No, you have repeatedly created habitual infidelity. You've habitually sold your body for the likes, for the streams, and for public appraisal. Do you have any idea how damaging that is for you when you then expect to be totally at peace with a marriage down the road? I know good women 
who say that OnlyFans isn't that big of a deal. Gen Z and even some of the millennials. See, this is no big deal. There's no criticism. Yet that's not the person who's going to be able to easily slide into marriage. Even if you're someone who maybe started doing it for money, yet you have good morals and ideals and you plan to get married down the road. You've exploited yourself. Even the struggle you might have in intimacy with your spouse down the road will be damaged because of the dopamine, the serotonin, the oxytocin, all these different chemicals that were going off and firing with you being an adult entertainer online, self-made. What you do even without someone physically, in other words, what you do as an adult entertainer on OnlyFans or what you do with pornography, even if you're not physically engaging with someone else, it's damaging how you will one day engage in an intimate relationship with your spouse. It's going to need healing, psychological healing, to rebuild adequate emotional intimacy, to rebuild comfort in intimacy, to rebuild the ability to properly enjoy yourself with an intimacy. This is actually a real problem that I don't see enough people talking about. And Trey Cyrus is just barely scratching the surface by saying, hey, ladies, you're out here saying that you can't find a date and find someone to marry after your time spent on OnlyFans, that it's not going to make you happy. He's not spelling out all of the scientific psychological information out there right now saying how damaging this is not just for men but for women in particular we could talk about ed and all these other things for men who are looking at pornography but we're not even talking about how psychologically heartbreaking emotionally heartbreaking it is for women not to mention if a woman has any sense of morality or faith and someone could say oh that's your catholic guilt sitting in it's not your catholic guilt when you were raised with standards and you have standards and then suddenly you need some money you want some attention you become addicted to the likes on social media so you try out only fans your brain is becoming familiar with that perpetual dopamine hit that that hit of pleasure every time you get a like every time you get a view every time you see a name every time you receive praise even just for that photo where you're wearing less than an ideal quantity of clothing a woman is only human she's going to have a hard time coming down from that psychological high to a face-to-face relationship, even when she wants it, even when she enjoys it, that detox from the attention, whether it be of social media, of sexting, or whatever it is, is so damaging for her mind, for her heart, and let me be really clear, for her soul. And this is specifically why Trey Cyrus is saying that more girls need to talk about this. In his statement, he says, at a certain point, right toward the end, he Toward the end, he says, I just think this independent mindset of not needing a man is extremely toxic and leads to a very lonely future. He says, I hope more girls continue to speak up about this so other girls know the risk of getting into it. Whether you're a parent, a friend, a co-worker, OnlyFans has become very normalized. So let's normalize talking about the risk. We live in a culture that 
really isn't engaging in consent because we don't understand what we're getting into as we post things on social media for the likes, as we enter into adult entertainment. And it used to be when I was a kid that we still had video stores and there was a curtain behind adult entertainment. And you kind of looked at someone with a sideways glance if you saw someone, even as a child, walking into that back room that you weren't allowed into. I remember as a child thinking, what could be back there that I can't go in there to see? It wasn't until I got older I started to understand what was back there. And then, yes, ponder why people are even walking into that area of a video store and why a video store would have that area to begin with. Especially for me, hello, small town girl, very small town girl, seeing the people go back there. But that's not how simple pornography and adult entertainment is today. It's hurting a plethora of young women, women before they can even understand what they want. When the society tells, especially women today, that you will be happy if you're on birth control and you have abortion and that that's what you need to be equal and enjoy life. Well, now they're also, the world is also saying, engage in OnlyFans. If that's how you get money, go for it. If that makes you happy, go for it. But I'm grateful for stories such as Trey Cyrus. I'm grateful that he did not apologize, but he doubled down. Saying every man knows he does not want his wife's nude body being posted online. And that this is common sense. Let's make it common sense again by talking about it. And OnlyFans is only increasing in popularity. And young women need to know that while their peers may say it's totally fine, it's not big deal, a big deal. Whether done once or repeatedly, we say a different story. Honor your body. Clothe it. Enjoy the beauty and modesty of who you are. You're listening to Trending with Timory here on Relevant Radio. I will be right back. And we're actually going to talk about ladies. You want to know what's more attractive? We'll talk about what makes you more attractive in just a moment here on Trending. talking about what you're thinking about you're listening to trending with timory on relevant radio and the relevant radio app well this is a fun hour what aren't we talking about we went everything from let's see trace cyrus's comments on OnlyFans that have been receiving scathing media attraction which i think were fantastic i hope you listen to it uh, to soccer player lionel messi who has commented who it's come out there's a reason why he's so awkward in photos because he doesn't take photos touching people or he doesn't touch women who aren't his wife i think this is great but here's where i want to go with this it bear with me so i was reading a little bit from ev magazine which is great if you follow them on social media they have a lot of Catholic and faith-based contributors to a secular magazine, but it's bringing a tremendous amount of moral principles to the arena of women who love to look at magazines. Anyways, they have a print magazine, but also pretty popular online and on social media. And I 
loved this post that they put up. It said, it has come to our attention that some of you need some help flirting. No judgment. It can be tricky to master this art. So they have this whole flip book of photos on how to increase your flirting game. I was cracking up to this whole idea of make sure you maintain the eye contact, which at a certain point I think just might be creepy. But hey, if you are in the need of getting into the flirting game, hey, working on eye contact is important. I'll post this on my Instagram story because I do think this is legitimate. If you are, if you think you're the only person who's single and maybe you don't feel like you know how to flirt, it's awkward, you feel awkward, you're not alone. I was talking to a friend recently who actually went out on a first date. She's in her later 20s and she was embarrassed by it. And I was telling her, why are you embarrassed? That is a beautiful thing. That is modest, that is beautiful, I understand, and has a beautiful heart for where she's at, but she felt uncomfortable. I don't know how to go on a date, maybe I just shouldn't go. And so we had been talking about it ahead of time, and I think there's a lot of pressure for people to be flirtatious or to overtly look attractive according to society standards, but there are things that can be worked on, such as how do you make eye contact with not feeling uncomfortable, what's eye contact that encourages people to approach you versus scares people away. It's a great post, but here's the part of the post about working on flirting that I thought was really interesting. It said, care about what you say. When we care about what we're saying, instead of chatting about our favorite shows, we'll inevitably become more attractive. Evie Magazine goes on to say, aren't we all more attracted to a guy who's passionate about life than one who's just living day by day? So no judgment if you love talking about shows. There's much to be discussed and to discover in talking about your favorite shows. But what this post is saying is talk about something more, I would say, not just serious, but interesting. Stand by what you believe in. When you say something, care about it. Don't just have frivolous conversation for having the, for the sake of having the conversation, but show that you care about things in life. I think so often we have very, very, I don't know what would be the right word to say right now, baseline conversations that are great when you're first approaching someone. They're great to engage in as your water cooler talk those polite conversations about the weather. I love talking about the weather. I still talk to the we- about the weather with my family. Weather's a great thing to talk about, but it's also important to talk about other things. Sure, your favorite sh- TV shows or movies are excellent as well. But what this says is really neat. Care about what you say. When we care about what we're saying, instead of chatting about our favorite shows, we'll inevitably become more attractive. So be intentional with the words you are using. Part of this post actually says as well to not talk so much, which I thought was really interesting. Instead of just rattling on, sharing one thing after another after another, be a little bit of a mystery in what you share with other people. Allow yourself to be inquired after, to allow things to be discovered about yourself. We live in a culture where it's like, here, take me as I am. That's great. But sometimes we share too much too soon, or we don't share the truth about what we really think. And what this post is getting at is that it's very attractive to meet someone who stands by meaning what they say, who shares things that they're passionate about. 
And I do think that we've turned into a culture. While it's great to talk about movies and TV shows and to dissect them, we've turned to a culture that's gotten rather superficial, as if that's the only thing that we can dissect and think about, because we're afraid of talking about real ideas and standing by what we think about those ideas. And so we hide behind commentaries about movie, television, comedy, and memes. Again, all of those can be great talking points, but don't let it distance you from actually saying what you care about and passionately. Maybe that's your family. Maybe that's your strongly held pro-life conviction. Maybe that's your faith. Maybe it's actually talking about something you're passionate about, such as maybe you're really passionate about hiking and there's a reason why. It helps bring silence in a culture that is perpetually noisy with notification after notification. I think there's much to be said about having real conversations that go beyond, yes, the weather, although that's great, in movies and TV. And perhaps, just perhaps, this is the reason why people are having a hard time in dating relationships. Statistics are showing that a vast majority of single, marriable men under 30 are stepping out of the dating game. Why? Well, I think the reason why is everything we've been talking about. From the plethora of girls who are engaging in adult content-only fans websites, thinking it's no big deal and they can settle down when they meet that guy, but instead it's solely their reputation, making them not so much the marriage material and future mom and viewed as a loyal partner. That's why. But also, I think a lot of men are stepping out of the dating game because there's an immense amount of superficiality in conversation. I know that I personally crave deep and interesting conversation. And I'm not the only one. Do you ever spend time with people and you just get sick of talking about other people? It's great, you know, getting together with old college friends and reminiscing about the past. But I think there's something wrong if that's all we can do. I'm not saying that we all need to agree on what the Catholic Church teaches or abortion. It would be great. We should. But we should be able to collide with each other's ideas. Admire each other for having conviction, for standing by what we say. And even pressing the buttons of ideas and ideologies to bring about conversion, to bring about disagreement and controversy. Controversy isn't bad. And yet I think part of the reason why a lot of men, again, are stepping out of the dating game is because the culture says controversy is everywhere, yet you can't engage in it and be happy. Because instead we're all standing in our own camp, separating ourselves and not sharing what we really think. But I actually find it fascinating when I meet someone who really disagrees with me, yet who can have an honest conversation about those ideas that we disagree over. So just a thought, care about what you say. It'll help you when you flirt. It'll help you when you have conversations. You're listening to Trending with Tim Marie here on Relevant Radio. Up next is a family rosary across America with Father Rocky.